racism. Many British Columbians do not realize how thoroughly racist Vancouver used to be. In 1901, 75% of British Columbia's population was British in origin, and by 1941, that figure had increased to 81%. The city remained very racist until well in the 1950s, and now, 60 years later, vestiges of racism still remain. In the 1940s and 1950s, many children, including myself, grew up in homes where the parents were intensely proud of their British heritage. Parliamentary democracy was seen as a gift to the world, and the view that the Anglo-Saxon race was superior to all others was commonplace. This sense of cultural and racial superiority supported the racism that had developed when, in 1872, Chinese and Indians were disqualified from voting in British Columbia's provincial elections. In 1913, a successful restaurant chain called The White Lunch had been founded in Vancouver. The name was well chosen because it only served Caucasian customers and employed no Orientals. The roadies adapted to life in Vancouver and the societal values that were in place. The Chinese they employed to assist in operating the home were made very aware that they should come down the lane and enter by the back door, never come in by the front door off the main street. Matilda was a member and at one stage the factor of the Vancouver Post of the Native Daughters of British Columbia. The Native Daughters were known for their very militant anti-Oriental views and strong promotion of Anglo-Saxon values. The person who played the largest role in helping Vancouver citizens to modify their racist views was a man called Joe Fortes. Joe was a man of mixed race originally from Trinidad, and he taught many children in Vancouver how to swim, including many of the roadies' own children. In 1934, the roadies' 22-year-old granddaughter, Gwen Kather, who had originally been taught to swim by Joe, became the first certified female lifeguard in the province of British Columbia. Joe was so widely respected that when he died in 1922, so many people wanted to pay their last respects that his funeral turned out to be the largest funeral ever held in the city's history. Joe Fortes left this city a wonderful legacy because, despite the discrimination he endured all his life in Vancouver, he was able to rise above this experience and remain a generous and caring human being. The example that Joe set by the way he lived his life and the kindness he demonstrated to others prompted many to modify the strong racist views that they had previously held.